0: There's an abundance of outdoor living enthusiasts in my neighborhood. Um, mm. <laughs> we, got a, we got a big park near us, and times are hard. Uh, and there's, uh, y- you meet them on your daily constitutional, walking the dog and stuff, and, you know, you, it, they, they travel around. You, you, you kind of assign names to them, like there's, you know, mm. literally we got crazy tinfoil lady. She's got the tinfoil on mm. her head. Also, she's crazy, so both of those fit. Um, <laughs> there's a new guy That's in a town. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah. new guy in town, and this is where you hear like the uh, the high noon like uh, whistle, like wah,
1: wah. Um,
0: there's a new <laughs> bum in town. Um, he's uh, he's like a, a nomadic freelance orator because he's big into talking. He's got things to mm. say, mm-hmm. but it's always into a payphone, which makes it amazing. <laughs> mm.
2: That really limits you could find him pretty easily. That's like there is a bird that only lives in the Arby's on Second and Locust uh, because uh, there aren't a lot of payphones anymore.
0: Right. I could just say he's the one shouting in the payphone. You'd be like, I'll be right there. I know. You, guys know, you guys know where it is. Um, yeah. What I love is uh, recently I was out, I was walking the dog, and um, uh, I just love that he was shouting, No, no, not in this market. It's a terrible time to buy. Um, okay with most of pants
3: on uh <laughs> so he is like he, he was a wall street trader who lost it all and and in the process lost his mind but he so he's still you know he sh- was that day <laughs> okay <laughs> is he is he always uh, giving investment advice or are there various you know what
0: he's always got his hand on that phone um, and I was only I was only close enough to get financial advice once. Um, I'm thinking of going back. It is tax season. Uh, I'm going to see what else he's got to say. But uh, anyways, um, if you're listening somehow, shout out to the dude shouting in the phone. Well, something's through probably coming through
1: that through receiver, phone. right?
2: Right.
3: I assume that free legal <laughs>
2: advice podcast is playing on that payphone and
1: all payphones. We're on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Payphones. Peter sucks. has been working around the clock for us. I
3: mean who knows what, what deals is he's, he's brokered. Alright, so I we have I, I didn't get you guys on on Spotify or or the Gimlet Network, but hear me out. You pick up a payphone anywhere <laughs> in the continental United States and Free Legal Advice Podcast is going to be playing. Nice. Well
0: after nice. a, after thirty seconds of dial tone and the message of do you mean to hang up? <laughs> but after that after that we got it. <laughs> Members uh, of our listening audience, who we call Little Captain Travis. Special welcome to our Double Diamond Hoggies. The diamonds could be of any color. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're black, but um, uh, we don't have to brag say about it. it. We don't. We know what color they are. Anyways, so a special shout out to our Double Double Diamond Hoggies uh members of our super secret fan club mm-hmm. for the members of our secret super secret hoggies set your decoder ring to sexy lady <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a this is a this is a uh, animated uh feature film movie review podcast uh and this <laughs> this week uh we will be reviewing the 1981 classic heavy metal and I'm not talking about heavy, medical, heavy metal, the musical genre, or heavy metal, the comic book series. I'm talking about heavy, medical, heavy metal, metal, the animated series, based on the comic book, based on the musical genre. <laughs> um, uh, I found this, I was, I was uh, studying, I was looking up uh, some stuff about this French comic book artist named uh, Jean Giraud, and it turns out he started a he started the the French version of the heavy metal comic magazine uh, Metal Hurlant, uh, which then became Heavy Metal, which I don't believe I have ever seen a single
1: issue of. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow still exists. Somehow it does it. Yeah, I, I
0: could have print. looked that up for this.
3: Didn't. <laughs> um, uh,
0: apparently, it was just kind of like a little sampler comic. Uh, uh, some friends of mine, this, this came up, we were talking about uh, Jean Giraud, this this artist. Uh, there was a big retrospective of his work recently, and he's this brilliant uh, comic book artist, he's got great use of color, and they started talking about heavy metal, and eventually it came to, to light that I had no idea what these people were talking about, because um, nothing, nothing about this movie made sense. So, uh, so I watched it, and now I realize nothing about that movie makes sense. <laughs> uh, that, uh, that tracked um, so uh, so here we are, 1981, It's uh, Heavy Metal is a, a series of uh, loosely connected animated bits done by different groups, uh, backed by the rock and music of 1981. Uh, had any of you ever
2: even heard of this movie before
3: I made yes. you watch yes, it? Yes, I have.
2: Absolutely. And the comic as well.
3: I had heard of it uh, as very distantly as some cult thing mm-hmm. that maybe uh, existed uh, I wasn't familiar with and then probably like four or five years ago it was a, probably a conversation similar to what you had that I was like well, all right I guess I'm gonna watch it and so I did watch it almost completely had forgotten about it but upon rewatching. Every every bit, I was like, maybe I just stopped at this point because I really don't know what the hell is gonna happen. And then I would watch the next thing, and I,
2: oh yeah, I guess I remember. I only remembered the last
3: bit. It's it's such a weird thing, and yeah, it it does
0: fall into cult classic because um, the only thing I knew about this movie was the VHS cover that uh, was at our local VHS rental place uh, of, a, of a like a cool me- metallic cover of a woman yes. uh, wearing a metal like a black bikini riding a, a weird leather bat thing. And the words heavy metal were heavy. And I was like, look how heavy it is. It's like crushing the word metal. I get it. That's all I knew about this movie up until recently. Ah, Um okay. was the cover. Uh, the, the cover? I still get it. Um, <laughs> still, mm-hmm. we'll cover, still tracks. Uh, still <laughs> yeah. tracks, yeah. Cover still tracks. Um, it's aged well? It, it did. And uh, I got to say, uh, you, you you watch something that you know that's this old and you... You don't realize how uh, there's bits of nostalgia in it that made you happy. Every line spoken by John Candy in this movie made me smile. Uh, <laughs> I was very, I was very pleased every time I, I saw him uh, appear in one of the segments. Uh, in fact, he might be the only through line connecting uh, these segments. <laughs> the only to The actual. <laughs> uh, he yeah, might be I the know. plot. Yeah.
3: I I think for my money it was nostalgic and he brings joy to me. But there were also parts where I'm like eh, probably. Shouldn't have been John Candy because I'm just thinking of John Candy in that role where, uh, <laughs> like the horny kid one. A more anonymous voice probably would have worked better, right? Yeah.
0: Well, so let's jump right in. Um, the opening segment is one of the best.
2: You see the space shuttle. Oh and man, it
0: drops. it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah,
1: the opening is great.
2: Yeah, the opening is amazing. The car comes out of the bay and
0: an astronaut drops to Earth in a convertible. Uh, to the rocking
2: song of Radar uh, Rider, and that's it. That's the opening. That lets you know that we're having fun. I can't believe that, like, that was never a kind of a commercial, or that someone like just straight bit that and did that. Yeah, too why is it like that referenced
1: by a million things? Cool. it's
2: awesome. Well, let me
0: ask yeah. you this: Didn't Elon Musk shoot a convertible into space? I, uh, I was just
3: recently thinking about that. Like, did was he? Was that a, a specific so. homage I don't to think heavy so. metal? Well, he's wrong because yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean,
2: they didn't shoot one into space. The space one came from space and landed at a lady's house mm. or at a guy's house.
0: So, <laughs> Let's be honest. Elon this is Musk. this is this is a bunch of different animated shorts put together to get people to sit through an hour at a movie theater. I don't know. I can understand the plot, right? Right. But it's you know, it's like this studio made this one. These guys wrote this one. It was all kind of done separately. The um when you have that when you have it like that uh, broken up like that. You're going to be able to say, "I like this segment better than this one. I like this one. True. You know, the one stronger, one's
3: weaker." They 100 percent picked the absolute best thing to open it with. To me, there's a there's a good half dozen pure badass moments of animation that just give you that like juice of like, "Fuck yes, this is so cool." Thru- the spread throughout that to to me, and that that is certainly one of them. And you, if you open that strongly, you're like, "Okay, I'm sitting through this one like." Uh, Show me what you got. I didn't realize, Corey, that they, it makes sense, but I didn't, so you're saying that some of the vignettes were like even animated by different groups? Different groups, different studios at different times. That actually that makes sense because there were there were a few that I was like why did it just change the style entirely like I hate the way they're drawing these assholes with these giant chins the one in and, court um, uh, yeah I was getting <laughs>
2: yeah. like, yeah. that, that it's court also scene. the color and the lines change in that one yeah that yeah it was a little the, weird
0: oh, I mean we'll get to the one in court but another reason to hate Eugene Levy
2: the voice <laughs> of Captain
3: Stern oh I like Eugene Levy. <laughs> Yeah. No, you
0: don't. Yeah.
3: Yet another reason. Mm. America's most hated yeah. <laughs> Look past his look past how
0: charming he is, how funny he is, his comedic timing, and what a good actor he is. Look past all of that. Look <laughs> <laughs> at his face. <laughs> right,
2: now that you mentioned it, I hated it. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. There's a reason that they were prosecuting him. Anyways, um, so the the, the coolest opening segment. Um uh and then uh, the astronaut, of course, has brought back a uh, some sort of space gem which kills him, like mm. you do. And uh, I like uh, the space gem. Then gives uh, the Locknar. Then gives a uh, a speech about what he is, what's going on, and sit tight because we're gonna watch some of it. I really appreciated <laughs> yeah. that. Mm. Uh, off to uh, the the segment called Harry Canyon, uh, yeah. modern day New York. Yeah.
1: Oh.
0: The, by the way. You gotta look for it. It's kind of buried, but there are some ribald <laughs> jokes. Uh, <laughs> They're buried in there. It's, like I said, repeat viewing. Yep. Um, Harry Canyon being one of them. We'll get to yeah. it later. We'll get to it later. Just think yeah. about it now. Just think of what it could mean.
1: Yeah,
2: it might uh, jog your. It, uh, might get the juices flowing. I guess if you think about um, his sidekick Squirty comes a lot.
1: <laughs>
2: so uh
0: yeah, subtle anyway, it's, it's the way it's spelled, um yeah, definitely,
2: um not my not my favorite uh segment, um, oh, I thought that one was kind of cool because of the film noir and stuff in the future, oh, like yeah, New York not is bad. such a dirty like uh you just can shoot people and then that's just no one gives a fuck about it
0: like I really like the style where it's not just not just line art, but there's also like like little stippling, and they try and like do shading yeah. and that's really fucking hard to animate. And uh, so, like, I like the style. This one's fine. I'm, I'm not saying it's, uh, it's it the best thing It wasn't your one. worst saying.
2: one, but this one. So why didn't nah. you like it, Corey? What was the part that
0: uh, you didn't oh, like Oh, no, no, about no. no. I, I'm just saying, like, I, I have others that I place higher. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, like, currently ranking the opening. Opening still wins. <laughs>
2: yeah, the opening is um, pretty rad.
0: But, yeah, so Harry Canyon's a, uh, an, a future New York City cab driver, and he, he meets a beautiful dame, and she crosses him, and who's going to win in the end? He does. That's that.
3: <laughs> I I thought it was it was I did like it. Um for sure. I was especially the noir and the future thing, but uh it it's like I know this was written and, and animated by a horny teen, you know, from their from their notebook sketches, but did their boobs have to be like that ridiculously <laughs> really horny round. teen big? Like that's beyond horny teen sketchbook level. It, it was like, a little like
0: there's okay. There's like even a fantasy element of this that takes me out of it. Not even just that. I'm like, wow. She she doesn't have a lot of lines and she's just all breast. Mm. Um, like I understand her motivation. She's a woman. <laughs> yeah. She's a thing there for his amusement. I get that. But like, uh, what takes me out of it is like, okay, our hero's a gross cabbie. Uh, I guess I can. I guess I can understand what that will be like if I don't already. And then he just, like, eats, like, a mayonnaise sandwich and has sex with her. I was like, there's an issue. You gotta, you gotta show me brushing teeth in between the mayonnaise sandwich. No!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's a, he's a pretty much a slob. I like that he's also kind of like, this makes no sense, and clearly she's after something, but I'm just gonna take it while I can get it. Um, right. It gives her that American know-how. So, that the horniness. Um... In the 80s, there were boob movies that were, like, crazy, gratuitous boob movies. And it's got to be, like, it, you got to remember, Ed, they're competing against that. They can't even draw the, like, huge-breasted bimbos from those movies. They have to really draw them big, like, you know how many times someone, like, walk, a supervisor walked by and grabbed it, ripped it off his drawing <laughs> table and crumpled it up? You can draw them for God's sakes! Draw them! Draw em. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> You're God, son! You're God with that pencil in your hand! Live a little. <laughs> yeah, my my my
0: overall review of this movie is uh, the animated fantasy movie for people who have never had sex,
2: written by people who don't know what sex is. <laughs> I, I don't yeah.
0: know. Yeah. It's, it's... But they're trying
2: and that's why they made the boobs enormous. There's all kinds of horny stuff from that time. And it was it was meant to be a horny thing, so they they exaggerated it. I, I did think, I mean, there's parts for sure that you go like, well, come on. But I'm more angry about that sor- slow sword swinging that happens at the last <laughs> second than I am about any, like, missed boobs or something. Like, um, yeah, yeah, they're big boobs. Eh, you shouldn't watch this with somebody who you're going to have to, like, feel uncomfortable next to, meaning almost anyone. so mm, Any other human being.
3: Yeah, pretty much. You might be misunderstanding my concerns, because I, I I'm not trying to judge it by today's standards. I just... I want the boobs to be sexier, and and there's a a uh, bigger equals sexier. What's it, there's an uncanny valley where they they fit <laughs> just too big, They're like bring it back just a little bit
0: more. No, if at least do the right shape. It's not a it's not a perfect circle. It's all I'm everybody
2: has filled up a lined notebook paper with two giant circles and a tiny stick figure. Everybody has <laughs> done that. So this is true. You're they're just this better at doing it than you. They didn't have lined notebook paper. They have unlined, which is. That's how you become an animator. Um, and, I mean, think about uh, if you watched this when you were 16. Um, I mean, just the like sci-fi fantasy, the, the fantasy element, science fantasy I'm a big fan of. Like, uh, You're on another mm-hmm. world. You got robots. You got dinosaurs and swords and stuff. I think that's... I'm a big dork, but I think that that's super cool. And then there's boobs, too. And you could be like, I just like it for the wizard parts, but I need to watch this by
0: myself.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean,
0: let's be honest. <laughs> That brings us to the next segment. Uh, one, one of my favorites, Den. Uh, uh, John Candy is a, a, a young twerp uh, experimenting with natural electricity.
2: <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Find, His parents right? <laughs> his parents are cool that he was trying was, – there's was a part he's like, you know, it's going to storm tonight. Maybe I'll finally, like, get it. He has, like, an, uh, a lightning rod and then just the wires in his room that, like, go into a jar or something like that. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> he is unsupervised. He is very much unsupervised. He's also – he's, like, such a tiny little wimp kid. He, he, he looks
0: like the cartoon – he looks like a cartoon version of, like, the uh, like the kid on front of, like, a sad Bible video game. You're like, ah, oh, look at him. He's just weak and pale. <laughs> He's terrible, and uh, so he he finds the Lochnar, He digs it up, uh, and of course it's struck by lightning when he's like putting it in his jar or whatever. Dude, I'll, you put, were this in, for I'll that. put this with the lightning and see what happens. You know what happens? <laughs> you get transported to a fantasy realm, and you become yes. you become a beefy swinging um,
2: uh, bodybuilder. Yeah, Conan uh, and the Barbarian. Dark purple, if not brown. Yeah. My only problem with this one is that he said I didn't want people to see me with my dork out. Like, because he, he teleports her naked, and it's just like, whoever said that out loud? I've never been in the presence of someone seriously referring to their penis as a dork. Um, I know that that is a slang for I have
1: never heard that.
2: Ah, I have heard that before, but... I'm going like, to start using it. Yeah. Didn't want him to see with my dork hanging out. Like, your dork, like, you look down, and then it's got, like, thick black glasses on it, and it's like, <laughs> hur, 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 science club,
0: what? like, I don't know. When Whatever. he said that line, I assumed he had split into two and was talking about the kid who he used to be. Like, <laughs> I don't want anyone to see me hanging out with this kid. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. Nope. I just nope. thought I misheard him because I'm like, it sounded like he said "dork," but that word uh, doesn't make sense here. So, it's a thing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I didn't love the animation of this one. No. Um, it was too loose, where like you're constantly changing shape and color a little bit, and uh, John Candy's character would never look remotely like real but he was constantly looking different i don't know Did, didn't didn't really work for me didn't hate the sketch in general but that the animation uh, wasn't working for me yeah
0: it's uh, it's a little it's a little weird and uh it's a little floaty it doesn't necessarily like match up with the um uh like with the the, the lip sync uh it's a little off uh, and there, and it's and it's it's accompanied with a lot of like his thoughts. So it's just like, well, hold hold on a still frame of you know Den's face while he thinks like, boy, what a country, <laughs> you know. You get a, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: you get a lot of that. Um, one of my we favorite lines is here. he he threatens the the leader who captures him, and he's like, you know, give me the girl, I'll shoot you. And the guy's like, fine. And he blasts him a couple times, and the bullet wounds heal. And he just goes, I can see why they made this guy their leader.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Because of the bullet wound heal thing. (laughs) Good Uh. call. Yeah, that's a smart one.
2: That, Corey, are the... Th- those, Corey, are... That's the reasoning of a kid who tried to put lightning in a mason jar.
0: <laughs> right. This is the... Uh, this one was written, like, by um, a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid who's like, I'm 14, and boy, I'd really love to be strong instead of dying. Because um, there's, like, references to how good his body's working. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> Uh uh he he has to save the day by having sex with an evil sorceress, like you know, and it's all <laughs> depends on how good he is. It's like yeah, yeah. A kid in the hospital bed wrote this when he was really lonely. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Like, like you said, it's it's a little on the rough side and it leads us to um Captain Stern's trial. Mm. Uh the Lochnar somehow uh goes away. Oh <laughs> he gets zapped nope. back to Earth. Boy will mom be surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a, you're thinking.
2: <laughs> yeah, Den. <dead. laughs> When you fly in on, like, some sort of giant bat or something like that with a lady with gigantic tits. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, will Mom be surprised. Hey, Mom, I turned into a giant warrior guy. Now I've got this. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, wipe your feet, dear. Come in. We'll give you some cookie. You know, yeah. Boy, will Mom be surprised. (laughs) I was mutated into another creature.
0: Yeah. Mom, look at me. Uh, Yeah. um, So this one... uh, this, voiced by John Candy, Den refuses the Lochnar and its evil and mm-hmm. goes off on his own but uh the the Lochnar travels somewhere and uh we move on to the trial of Captain Stern uh which imagine if like a Playboy joke page wrote a scene um <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah, that's a great way to put it. With
2: that long bottle dimple chin and that swirl, mm-hmm. like the curl lock of hair, that is very, like, playboy. Right. There's one that's yeah. very airbrushed looking that I think of, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, real quick, the Loch is picked up by a doof on his way to testify on behalf of Captain Stern's character and it mutates him into a Dr. Jekyll and Hyde monster and they fight until he gets kicked out of an air vent by Captain yeah, Stern. like you
3: said, there was a... There was one like it, you could have done it in either you know six cells you know or something and and it was like a a, a quick joke and yeah I, the, there's a payoff and a twist like okay cool but uh probably didn't need to be the the whole thing but my my biggest beef as as already stated was the was the the uh, cartoon style and it's an even bigger letdown because this one starts out with this like um i think establishing shot of like this uh like space station yeah. floating out yeah. in space right mm-hmm. yep. and it looked badass i was like oh hell yeah this one's going to be <laughs> awesome i was so pumped <laughs> and then they cut to this giant fucking football chin dude with a it's like what the what what happened
2: that part didn't bother me with the the animation style it's like oh, that's okay the thing to me was that the jokes really didn't land they were it was a dad joke fest of like um right. And okay, then there's that twist at the end. Uh, ha, 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 ha. But the
0: guy getting paid off is called Hanover Fist. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. Buddy. That's what I mean. Uh, you'll get it once I explain it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, pretty much where we are.
0: I was I really like the uh what this leads on to. The the Lochnar gets dropped out of the space station, apparently comes down to Earth and uh we find us in world war 2 with uh, a B17 on its way back from a bombing mission.
3: Yeah. This this would be one of the other another half dozen like I said badass fucking moments when when they when they're doing the like the pan across, you know, the the these bombers with that cool animation and I I don't even remember what now what song was playing, but there was some badass song playing yeah. and uh, that this was, was like the coolest uh, animation Jerry. one for me, or like the whole mm-hmm. like
2: scene of it. It really had right. like a cool feel to it and everything. And I think in the credits, I remember that being like this was based on maybe not a short story or but it was some comic or something. Like somebody had this material and they're like, oh, that's sweet. Let's put this sucker in there. I think they all were.
0: It was it oh, was a okay. Dan O. Okay, the guy that uh, wrote and did the effects for Aliens, uh, Dan O'Bannon. He wrote uh, this this segment, the d okay. seventeen flying segment so it was part of something that he wrote into he's like it'll be cool effects and we'll blah 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 mm. and they're like "We want to repurpose it for this and he's like yeah I bet i do <laughs> um i remember since our our grandfather was a, a navigator on a b-17 one of those big bombers mm. and so i had i'd built several models of this airplane as a kid and while watching this i was like oh i was putting parts on wrong like <laughs> <'cause> they- <laughs> 'Cause this one is so far from cartoony. This one is like actual like rotoscoped yeah. uh, shots of the plane flying and like real like realistic mechanical like interiors. Uh I don't know. It was it, it was a nice breath of fresh air from the corniness of the previous one. Yeah. Uh, and again, badass.
2: Yeah, seeing the like turrets and the ball turret and all that stuff on the on the thing, it's like <sighs> little cool. blood splatters as the monsters
0: attack and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I like that one.
2: Yeah, um we go into
0: a uh, one of the one of the weird segments of so beautiful, so dangerous. This this is up there in my top three favorite segments. Uh, only for one specific moment. Um, there, this this is the one where it's uh, there's a bunch of like there's a there's some politician walking into a news conference about oh you know, yeah yeah all the reporters yeah. are like tell us about no, the green aliens tell us yeah. about the green aliens yeah um, you know the people you know. Doctor, please, please tell us about this, uh, you know, care to comment on there's this? no such thing as aliens? No such thing as aliens. Walks into the press conference, uh, or walks into, like, the, the Pentagon and is, like, telling the Joint Chiefs, uh, there's no such thing as aliens, uh, sees the green gem on the secretary's necklace, uh, goes nuts and starts motorboating her, mm-hmm. uh, I believe the term is, uh, and gets sucked up into a spaceship, uh... Where, the, where only one important thing happens for the rest of the movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, the lying politician was a, was a robot. Uh, John Candy as a robotic mouse?
1: Some kind of uh, robot.
0: Ma- uh, meets the beautiful redhead woman and uh, seduces her. Uh, You'll never guess how round her breasts are. <laughs>
3: Very... Yeah, perfect Cheerful. circles, just right. like I like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the, the robot, the robot takes a woman uh, off to seduce her. While who is who is uh, the the Ghostbuster? Um, Harold Ramis. Harold hey. Ramis. <laughs> Harold Ramis and Eugene
2: Levy are awesome as the two. Harold
0: Ramis are, and Eugene Levy are two weird aliens piloting the ship. Just two gross like trucker slacker guys who talk about snorting a bag of Coke, some Plutonian Nyborg, uh-huh. And the bag is as big as the biggest trash bag you can buy. Yeah, <laughs> And it has a Zamboni machine to lay giant light rails down across the entire floor of a spaceship. Mm-hmm. This shot made me so happy. This is the yes. 80s in
2: one shot. Uh, <laughs> so they use their like elephant trunks and snort it up. But then just as they're cruising through space, there's like the space rainbows and stuff happening. There's some cool heavy metal music in the back. And it's right? just like, yeah. And, and just somehow the like stupid stoner talk between Harold Ramis and Eugene Levy about how you yeah. land it. And like, well, no, like you got to act like you're straight, man. And like, you got your hand to guide <laughs> it down.
3: It was just like, yeah, this is cool. I, and I appreciated that, like, these... Different vignettes, they, like, really run the gamut from, like, just hard, like, different genres, right? You've got the the noir, you've got, like, Mm. hard sci-fi, and you've got, like, hey, let's throw in a stoner one, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's a fun space stoner one to me. The spaceship is a big smiley face. Um, yeah, th- just that exterior shot too. That's such perfect like that. That that's a poster right there. Why, why wasn't? Why didn't I see that poster at my <laughs> you know on the on the quad and the when the, at the college <laughs> oh on so, poster on day. So. Oh,
0: I thought you yes, were gonna say, on poster uh, day on Scholastic oh, Book yes. Day. There's the heavy metal poster. Why did they have Tarna naked instead
2: of uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ship? Um, uh they did initially have both, and which one of them sold more than the other ones uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
0: anyways that's uh that's that's a super fun little segment and then uh it goes on to the end segment uh where Lochnar makes a whole planet evil and uh mur- murders all the good people who in their dying breath uh call out for revenge from a sexy uh milf okay um, hold on a second and then it so,
2: happens <laughs> so. <laughs> so, when they're going to call out for revenge, I, it made me think like, I love these future costumes because some of them are wearing, you know, the robes. You know, there's the enlightened thinker types and they're wearing some kind of robes. But their house boy, <laughs> the lollipop boy, yes, he was wearing a pink satin tailcoat and hot pants. That's all he was wearing because <laughs> yep. he was even
3: bigger,
1: but He was it's like,
0: what? And you want to talk about a swing in tone? We just come off of a segment where it's uh, an an elephant, a green elephant alien, uh, getting high and crashing a spaceship, and it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like
2: two right. minutes
0: later, that weird hot pants boy gets an arrow through the throat, and they spend a lot of frames on it. Yes, they <laughs> yeah. a lot of. He grabs it like twice and gags a bit before we're done watching that <laughs> yeah, scene. He's,
2: <laughs> he's peppered with these arrows, and then he's bleeding out of all of them and pulls that out. So <laughs> before that, though. Uh, so, okay, so these guys are the enlightened thinkers you know and the barbarian will save us. these guys definitely were not the the warrior types I, I take their word for it because he's like <laughs> bar the door and they send that houseboy down there who uses a foot pump. <laughs> Make a giant bar come up to the door. He had a foot pump that he's just going like, poof, 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 poof Like, what he <laughs> did. Who came up with that idea in an emergency will have a guy foot pump up a 40-ton letter T against the door.
0: <laughs> and he had a 10-year-old pump it. You're totally onto something here. Not only are like we're not fierce if that's our defenses, like hey, I understand defenses, you know, it's not really offensive, it's not the scariest, but drop a portcullis. That's some scary shit. Oh, oh, those are spikes.
1: <laughs> could have been a nope, portcullis) nope.
0: That kid's gonna pump up the tea against the door, <laughs> and then he's gonna run and get his like. He's gonna run it with the, all the other page boys and get their weapons, which is like a bop it. Like, all right, boys, don't twist it until you see the white of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh, yes. boys! Uh, yeah. Oh man, that part I was cracking up about. Uh, yes,
0: there, there's 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 a lovely rotoscope section where I mean, for I keep saying that they they film it and then just draw over the. The, mm-hmm. What they filmed to make it uh, easier to some draw. Bit, yeah. It, it makes for a very fluid kind of realistic human moving around. They film a woman um, strip and put on some uh, duct tape. Uh, <laughs> this Electrical is tape, Tarna. I think. Electrical tape. Sorry, it is black. <laughs> it was black. Um, uh, so she puts that on and the rest of like a dominatrix outfit and flies the most annoying bat creature <sighs> uh-huh. that oh. really shouldn't have had a dude do
1: the voice of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Ah! Okay, listen, I, there's an annoying guy I know from high school. I promised him he could do a voice. Just let him do like an animal voice. <laughs> Are you sure? Because this animal's in it a lot. Oh, how bad could it be?
2: <laughs> the, the cry of
0: that. Oh, of, of that.
2: All right, I'm not
1: a Horrible. fan of that.
2: But I'm less a fan of the wingspan for that thing. It's a round egg with two little, uh, tiny little fins on the side. Like, no, come on. It's got
0: to have the great big wings. Imagine if, like, you took a squid where, like, head has those
2: two little fins and you just cut all the legs off.
0: And you're like, (laughs) yes, yes. This will get airborne.
2: Yeah, and then it's like Jar Jar Binks' level of annoying voice. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not trying to be... too short to fly. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) trying to be a dick here. I understand that we spent a lot of time
0: drawing boobs and that we did not have a lot of time to draw wings. (laughs) Because the wings are not round and it's confusing the guys whose arms have been doing one motion for six months.
2: You <laughs> had two boobs flapping up and down on either
1: side.
2: <laughs> yeah. Grant, in this last segment,
1: what's a problem? What do you mean? To me, that oh, slow When you were talking sword, about the, yeah, 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 yeah. The animation the of sword? the, it's like, is this supposed to be in slow motion? Because it's so slow, but it doesn't seem like it's in slow motion. It just yeah. seems like,
0: hmm. It's so rough that, like, hmm. she goes into a bar and she's like, I'm just trying to have a drink and get some information and wearing duct tape. Yeah. Um, and some electrical guys are like, tape. hey, electrical tape, again, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, some hoodlums are like, open-veiled threats of rape. And so she yeah. cuts their head hmm. off. The The splotch noise of cutting the head off is like, I'm like, well, that's like two seconds too long. And <laughs> it, it was <laughs> a lot.
1: They,
2: the whole and bottle it, of ketchup. He's emptying the whole bottle of ketchup onto the wall. And it covers...
0: <laughs> And it doesn't cover the entire <laughs> swing, so like, it's, yeah. that's one of those like slow motion moments where you're like, all right, that's that. Th- this shot didn't work. I understand you guys are drawing boobs. This this <laughs> one, I I would have given up one one boob for a little smoother uh, sword cut once.
2: See, at that that last segment, um, it doesn't have all my favorite parts in it or something, but that kind of a genre. And yeah, I mean, it's gratuitous boobs and stuff, but the idea of that like a uh, space fantasy Valkyrie thing. And she fights yes. yeah, a half right. mechanical man and is going to chop him up because he's the evil one. Like, oh, I'm way into that. You make a movie that's like that. I Check will. Out. A lot and of the, boxes. The
1: flying in the whole the big epic uh, thing oh, where she's flying yeah. in and the, there's like the the rotoscope. They animate uh, of like every a little yes. and that is right. fucking like badass. Flying over a canyon. Yeah,
2: that I was like, shit, that's pretty good to animate the whole thing. You know, you're all the yeah. creatures, but the whole thing is moving and wheeling around. It's mm-hmm. a little herky jerky, but come on, I mean, I'm you're sure this up. was not yeah. a million dollars. But uh. <laughs> no, far from. Yeah, um, so that's that's like the general
0: like arc of the movie is those segments, and I really really like this type of movie. I'm surprised I I don't see more of it. Where it's like some bits thrown together, it's a little bit of a sampler. It's like a variety show. I really liked it. Even the, even like the the segments that I thought were you know uh, not not as hot as the others, they all fit together fine. It doesn't have to be like uh, like super cohesive. It was different styles and different directors. I like this kind of thing, and that's why I think we should add to this. Okay. Uh, and do apparently there is a heavy metal 2000, um, uh, which uh, the cover made me not
2: want to watch it. <laughs> um, it Wait, it, is this with is this with um, um, John Goodman?
1: <laughs> yeah, John, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jim Belushi or John Belushi was dead. And Dan and so, yeah. uh, okay, it's a little yeah, kid
2: and uh, yeah. John
1: Goodman puts on some electrical tape and uh, <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I say yeah, some electric electrical good tape good
1: reviews. Yeah. I've only seen like some screenshots of it, and it looks like the animation is shit. It looks okay. like it's something from like a like a TV, you know, kids cartoon instead of something that's like actually quality.
0: And it's it's not.
1: A bunch of segments, it's one solid plot, it's, so yeah. not interested. Moving yeah. on, yeah. I'm done with movies that are just one thing from now <laughs> on. <with> one thing <laughs> vignettes that's all.
0: So, uh, so, anyways, I think we should each, um, add our own, uh, just, just a broad overview of a segment for Heavy Metal 2021, Ooh. uh, coming out 2022. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I just, uh, just like a brief um, overview of like. The setting of where this takes place, like who's involved, uh, how does the Lochnar show up, and etc. Um, and I, I can start us off if we if we uh, want here. Um, uh, my setting takes place in a uh, a techno cyber future with a lot a lot of like uh, neon lights. Uh, it's in um, uh, New York. Uh, this is a cyber cybernetic future where Tokyo and New York have collided. <laughs>
1: It's been on the course for a while.
0: Yo, right, yeah, exactly. We all saw it coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say you weren't <laughs> warned. <laughs> uh, and our fo- uh, we follow um, uh, Tracer, T R A C Y R. Tracer, she's a strung out cyber escort looking to download the next John. Um, the Lochnar, how does it get introduced to our to our series here? Someone's walking by, and there's a, uh, so, someone throws a tip to a cyber bum, and it's a lochnar instead of a cyber coin. They uh. throw it in his, like, cyber case. Nice. Uh, and uh, so he becomes, like, this, like, uh, raving, like, uh, cyber bum monster. Uh, cyber and, bum. Uh, right. Uh, the sex involved is, Tracer does a sexy sex dance to distract the bum creature. Uh, and uh, we start this whole, uh, we start this whole segment with, you know... Uh, Tracer, like I said, she's strung out, looking to download some Johns, and she's um, she's like looking through like the trash. And we hear uh, the song "Looking Looking for the Magic" by Dwight Twilley Band. Um, <laughs> and then when shit gets uh, serious at the end, when the cyber bum starts attacking um, uh, New York, uh, Tracer uh, Tracer starts doing her sexy dance and uh, fighting back to uh, "Psychic Warfare" by Clutch. Oh, uh, yeah, nice! Right. And then the Loch says something about, like, even though you've defeated me, doesn't matter. Next segment. (laughs) None of this (laughs) matters.
2: Well, well, mine is uh, an obvious Mad Max ripoff. Fan of that kind of situation, too. Uh, Is that the title of it? The title of it? Mad Max.
1: Is it obvious Mad Max (laughs) ripoff?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what mine pretty much says. Yeah. or it's uh, like, um, yeah, Spurdy shot or something like that, or like that one about the film noir.
1: Come in, shot.
2: Yeah. Um, nope, Mad Max. Um, and uh, so there's there's a guy with, you know, uh, like the the punk rock hair. He's got the mohawk, or bright red mohawk, and he's got the football pads with spikes and all that stuff. He's the, clearly the gang leader, as you see in this chase scene. He's chasing after people in, like, uh, cut-off white sweatpants, uh, like a sweatshirt that's cut off. It's white, and he's got a white headband on. Um, but the bad guys all have spikes, you know. Um, and you they. Football
1: pads with spikes. They got like a neck roll with spikes, the <laughs> thigh pads with spikes. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, laughs> yeah, chest protector with spikes. You know, he's a quarterback.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that's Cup. how you can tell who the leader is. He's got the chest protector. Um, yep. Um, and the kicker has only one bar on his helmet. Anyway.
1: <laughs> with um, a single spike.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs>
3: Wait, is that guy like a German army guy? No, 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 no. He's the kicker.
2: He's the oh, kicker. He's the kicker. <laughs> um, so they they wreck them, and then you know it's clear the guy you know they're gonna like now that they've got the good guys wrecked and stopped there. You know they they close in on him, and the leaders like tie them up, and he kicks this guy that's like you know the toady, and the toady like runs to tie them up, and um uh the the leaders like. Where is it, Brandon? Uh and he's like, Why don't you go kiss a laser snake, Grok? And uh, you know, then but meanwhile that toady is uh He's looking snooping around all their you know the, the crashed good guy vehicle transportation and he finds the Lochnar. It's in a treasure chest, and as soon as he touches it, then he becomes big and powerful. Now we just skip through, you know, the, the crime spree that he goes on. Now that he's the leader and he, you know, uh, takes his aggression out on everybody snapping Grok's neck and all, all the other stuff um, there's uh, chicks on motorcycles with big boobs um, they somehow band together and kill him I don't know but uh, uh, I can see it no, no, I'm yeah. not a writer yeah that part we'll doesn't a matter. writer to write this there's the boob part there's the part about the, the killing and the stuff and the, and the guy with the one spike um, Guar's Dirty Filthy is a song yeah. why don't you just admit it you're a dirty rotten son of a bitch um and uh Is that Nate Dog? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will derail us if I try to figure out how to do Nate Dogg as Gwar. So uh Guar's,
1: son of a bitch every day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hold up.
2: So uh, there's Gwar doing Dirty Filthy and then also Rush Xanadu. Those are the two songs uh, during this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I know that's have a- died on honey Okay. Anyway, um,
1: <laughs> drink the milk of paradise.
2: See, there you go. You have to repeat it. Um, yeah, that's my second. <laughs> All right, uh, uh,
0: Grant, you're gonna have to finish this out. So, Matt, you go next. So make sure yours is good, Grant. Uh, well, <laughs> 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 Look,
3: I'm I'm gonna keep it very short and sweet because uh. That's the beauty of doing a vignette movie, is like the, the pressure really drops off. You're like, hey, just give them a little bit of what they want. If, if there's something that there's missing, surely it'll be in the other guys. Uh, <laughs> the story, other guys right? will pick up the slack. Yeah. So, mine, but, my, my sketch is called The Round Boob Hour. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: <laughs> it's one hour long. The setting is the Round Boob Lounge. And really, it's just a bunch of round boobed ladies. And the two stoners. We, we get, like, oh, great. the best of both worlds. Oh, we kind of yeah. hang out with our buddies, and they tell jokes and do drugs, and we look at round boobs. Um, the music is just Ronnie James Dio on a loop, <laughs> yes. and, it's, and he just keeps doing his thing. Jump. Holy Diver? Jump. Uh, and then, yeah.
2: what's that? <laughs> holy Diver? <laughs> and I said, jump, yeah. jump, uh, so yes, <laughs> I was jumping yes. on the tiger right when Grant said Holy Diver. We're on the same page today, <laughs> See, you, guys, awesome. you
3: guys are, you can, you're already say, you, you, you know the sketch. Yes. You can picture it. Yes. Uh, and then eventually, two of the round boobs turn into, they start glowing green, and then that's the Lachnar, and, and then he flies away to the next movie. And that's it.
0: Nice. nice. I love it. Now, Grant. Finish strong. This is what. See, no one ever let Matt finish a race. That's why I couldn't do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mister Third in the uh, Matt's, right a, here, Matt's right?
0: a safety third. Let, yep. let someone's gonna uh, have to uh, make up for it. So Grant, uh, pick uh, up the baton holder. he dropped
1: <laughs> <laughs> and sprint. Uh, so mine is set in the. Uh, it's on the planet of Brestercury. Uh, <laughs> the characters you got the main character Timmy. Who one day, for no reason at all, wakes up in the world of breast mercury? Uh, you've got you've also got Myra the breast maiden. You've got uh, Celine the breast maiden. You have Callia the breast maiden. And actually, come to think of it, they're all breast maidens. Uh, there's a bunch of them. Anyway, uh, Timmy has to examine their naked bodies very closely three times a day, every day, to ensure that there's no microscopic evil particles have sullied them. Uh huh. Uh, and at the end, the Lachnari rolls in from off screen and they all melt. <laughs> uh, yes. Is there sex in this? No, it's a cartoon. What's wrong with you? Okay. Uh, yeah. and songs, it's, uh, why don't we do it in the road? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I gotta say, I, I was surprisingly pleased with this, uh, fairly weird, terrible old movie. Um, <laughs> Just uh just going around the horn real quick, uh would you guys recommend uh this is something movie podcast reviews do. Would you oh. guys recommend mm. uh
3: this movie? Yeah. I give it two round boobs up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah? Uh yeah, if you don't expect too much, I think it's a it's a fun thing with some good music.
1: Absolutely. Grant, a rating mm-hmm. from you? Yeah, I probably wouldn't recommend it. There's mm. some pretty cool animation in it. Uh it's interesting as a, a, it's a curiosity. There's nothing else like it. There's no, there's no other movie where you can be like, well, maybe you should watch this instead. No, <laughs> it's, true. it's this no one where it's with... nothing uh, <laughs> right. if you want something like this. So it, it gets uh, points for that. But otherwise, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. If you, if you ingest substances that help change the perception of time, this movie is a gem. And perception <laughs> of quality of, of things. It, it was, yeah. Over time, specifically. <laughs> How long has this one been going on? Um, Yeah, I think this was the fun one. I wish there were more little uh, weird gems like this. Uh, If you know of any, uh,
3: that's my topic next time. (laughs) (laughs) And the way that you could let us know what those movies are, you could email them to us uh, at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And you guys know what? Corey can draw, like, the biggest boobs. (laughs) I mean, the (laughs) biggest (laughs) boobs. And if you want to see these boobs, you can check us out on Instagram. We are a Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, yeah, you can see boobs uh, on our Instagram. But what what you really want to see is a picture of my dork. Uh, (laughs) I'll be posting them to Twitter at Free Legal Pod.
0: And if you like the show, don't try and uh, resist the evil. Uh, succumb to it and listen to our episodes. Uh, we are the sum of all world podcasting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh,
0: it, it, if, if your podcast starts to glow green slightly, that's not us. That's uh, that's probably one of those showering situations or something.
3: I believe uh, Loch loosely translates into narrative thread. Uh, for, I am Loch the narrative device that will take us from a vignette to an vignette. Loch <laughs> is Spider-Man holding the bridge together all (laughs) by
2: himself.
1: (laughs) Come on! Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 70.
3: So what are your final ratings, your final thoughts on The Black Hole? Okay.
2: I rate it. Uh, an Elmo doll with a realistic sized human penis <laughs> because <laughs> just one uh, yeah just one just because one. it's kind of it's kind of interesting it's kind of funny it's kind of weird but it is not for kids. It's not something that you should show a kid. It's not one of those double-sided human penises. No, no, it's one real like hairy human man's uncut penis attached to a soft uh, fourteen inch tall Elmo doll.
0: It's like like what, seamless What's that? Wait, does it seamlessly blend in? Like the pubic hair is no. like Elmo's hair? Or is no, it, no, no, no. It's like glued on.
3: <laughs> th- th- you just see Awkward like you know hat. human
2: pubes just like stuck on there.
3: That, not that is like, the most. naturally like, growing
2: look? out like fruit on a tree. You're like, look, it's <laughs> seamless. And when, when does one become the next? No, you're was like
0: no. This is this is. There's tape involved.
2: It's just fucked up, like, and I don't. I like fucked up, weird stuff. Although this is kind of dumb, but it's just like that's not what kids need to. That's the most
3: perfect way to describe this. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. Oh, Uh, thanks.
2: (laughs) Turn internet over.